Have you thought about what's going to happen when you leave here? What's going to happen to your children, your grandchildren? Have you thought about that? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for preparing us for that day. We thank you that you're leaving nothing out so that we know full well how to be engaged with you and ready to walk up before you that day without spot or wrinkle. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So the Bible tells us that um, he's coming for his bride without spot or wrinkle. And that, that his bride are those who are preserving that place in heaven where you're persistently getting to know Jesus and to be sure that you have eternal life. And so just by doing that and letting Jesus correct you and show you the way, he's getting those spots and wrinkles out so that when you stand before him that day, you look like him because you've prepared to be with him. So today he wanted to talk about the American dream, that nice home you have, the, the things that you do to be cool, you know, all our efforts are on that sort of thing. Like, you know, you, you have to have this nicest house and, and you, you have this nice job and you hear people say, I'm living the dream and, you know, they got everything they want, things are going their way and so they're just thinking, they got it all together and they don't need Jesus you know he's he's just that that fairy tale and everybody goes to heaven you know um I don't have to do anything special even the people in the church will tell you that because they were taught that you don't have to do anything Jesus shed his blood for you and he did but when you ask him to come live on the inside of you what you're saying is I agree with you and I'm going to start living in your kingdom right here and right now by learning who you are, finding out what you're thinking, what you're feeling. But most people and Christians, non-Christians alike, are, are just so wrapped up in what's happening right here and right now, providing for their family, which is a good thing, and, and making allowances for when they leave that their children are going to be taken care of and their grandchildren and all these kinds of things that we're so focused on. But one thing that you forgot is to prepare for eternal life. I mean, many people think they do, you know, they, they um, purchase a lot for their burial or whatever you're going to do. They have that all actually sometimes paid for ahead of time. And I just think that's so sad because most people don't even know where they're going except for that they're going to go in that box or, in the, or um, be cremated, whatever it is, and then have this idea of just being in, in the heavenlies um, doing nothing. But that's not the truth. The truth is that when you leave here, either you're going to move in with Jesus 
and or you're going to move into hell. And it depends who you're in relationship with. And when you move into heaven, I want to clarify, there'll be a home for you. Um, Jesus said to the to the twelve, He said, "I'm going, and my in my Father's house are many mansions, and I'm going to go prepare a place for you." John 14. I'm going to go get a place ready for you. I'm going to come back for you. When he was about to leave, his disciples were were upset. And he said, don't worry, don't worry. The Holy Spirit's going to come live on the inside of you. I'm not leaving you as orphans, but I'm going to go get a place ready for you. They were in love. They were sad that Jesus was leaving. Their whole life was about Jesus. They left all their stuff to follow Jesus because they realized the importance of life. Yet then there was um, men like the rich man, the, the man dressed in purple, where everything that was important to them was their stuff. Just like it is here and now. It's their stuff that's so important to them that it's going to cause them to miss eternal life. Jesus said that to the rich young ruler. He said, Master, what do I have to do to have eternal life? And Jesus looked at him and loved him and said, Sell your stuff, give it to the poor, and follow me. And what Jesus was trying to say is, All that stuff is in your way. And it's going to cause you your soul. For even if you were to gain all the wealth and the power of this world at the cost of your own life, what good would that be? And what could be more valuable to you than your own soul? Matthew 16, 26, the Passion Translation. What could be more important to you? That man gave up eternal life for his stuff. He wouldn't give it away. It was so important to him that he made that first. What about his children, his grandchildren, his home? What about all the things he invested in? Because he didn't know the truth. And I don't think he really thought Jesus meant it or he knew what he was talking about because so many people act that way today, like, don't worry, I'll be fine, I'm fine, I'll, I'll, I'll even be fine in hell. And they have no idea what they're talking about, yet they're patronizing the Christians as if they're living in some kind of fairy tale and really the opposite is true they're living in a fairy tale they're thinking they're going to be okay and the Bible doesn't tell us that not everyone goes to heaven but those who know Jesus who those who have received him as their Lord and Savior and become became engaged with him they're the ones that are going to move in with Jesus. They're preparing for eternal life. I'm preparing for eternal life. I realized all the stuff that I was doing was really a waste of time because Jesus is coming and I wasn't getting ready for that heavenly mansion. I was getting ready to live in hell, and, and, and there's no mansions in hell. There's no comfortable furniture. 
beds, houses, cars. Hell is eternal suffering. And you're thinking, why? Because hell was created for the enemy. And when you don't choose Jesus, you don't choose God, you're choosing the enemy. There's two sides, and you got to choose one before it's too late. Because if you don't choose now, then on that day you're going to be saying, Lord, Lord, but I went to church every Sunday. I did this, I did that. I'm a good person. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. I wasn't acquainted with you. You know, when you love Jesus, it's not just words. It's, I care about what he cares about. I know what he's thinking. I understand he's grieving for what is to come. I know what hurts him. He tells me what he's thinking. That's knowing Jesus. You can't just say you know him because you read the Bible. But when his spirit lives on the inside of you, then you know him. And you know you're making a choice. And you know hell is real. You know the enemy is real. And you're not going to slough it off as if, oh, I'll still make it. You know, some people have said that to me. Are you mean to tell me that um, at the last minute, if I'm not this perfect person, God isn't going to just let me in anyway? Well, it's not really about being a perfect person, but it's about entrusting him. And if you're not entrusting him, the Bible says no. Because you have to make a choice now. You have to decide. You have to decide you're going to forgive, that you're not going to hold a grudge. Love is the most important law. And if you live in your whole life carrying a grudge, saying they don't deserve to be forgiven, then no, you're not moving in with Jesus. If you don't even know his law, how are you going to move in with him? If you don't look at the word, how are you going to move in with him? Why would you move in with somebody you don't even know or agree with? Some people have looked at the word and said, I don't believe that. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I'm sure I'll go to heaven anyway. Why? If you don't agree with Jesus and you can't live in heaven on the earth right here where you are, if you can't live in his will here, how are you going to do it there? You won't, you won't fit in. You won't get through the door. You, you can't unless you have on the wedding garment. And the wedding garment is Jesus, who has recreated you in his likeness. You look like him. You agree with him. You've been corrected by him. You're, you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You're not the same as you were before. Many times people just go to church on Sunday never realize they have to be born again, and they just do all this religious stuff, and they think that they're going to heaven. It's so funny because it's so silly. It's actually not funny. It's really sad. But it's so funny the way they think. But the reason is because they're not born again. Jesus said if you're not born again, you can't even see into the kingdom of God. And that's most people's problem. They won't put aside their pride, like the Pharisees, and say, okay, so what do I have to do to be able to see the truth? You have to decide that you're going to believe Jesus, that you're going to be born of the Spirit. 
You have to decide you're going to believe. You have to choose him. And if you don't, then you're not going to be able to see. And we're going to look silly. We're going to look like a fairy tale to you when really you're living the fairy tale because you can't see the truth, because you can't see, you can't understand, you can't know without Jesus. And so the American dream is not really what you should be chasing. It's not going to do you any good. It's a doorway to hell. It's Satan's plot against you to grab you from God. God loves you so much. And the way Satan gets back at God is to trick you. So if you think the most important thing is prestige, the most important thing is all the stuff you have and that you act the right way and you do all the right things, you look good on Facebook, you know, you just know all the right things to do to look good. What's cool? What's accepted? You know, you've gone to college or, you know, whatever it is that you think that you need to do. You've been fooled by the enemy. God doesn't care about any of that stuff. He cares about just you without all the stuff that you have attached to you. He just cares about you. And he's not against you having nice things and a nice house. But he wants to give it to you. He's your father. And if you go after it, then it's your God. And then he's not your father because you put that first. And then you can't know him because... You worked all your life to to do all these things for yourself, and it's too hard to let go because you worked too hard for the wrong thing. And so you don't have time for Jesus. It doesn't make any sense to you. What about you? what you did all your life, what you believed? You're supposed to just put that aside? Yeah, you are. Rent's not free. You have to preserve a love for him. To have a home in heaven. You have to persistently seek him. Knock. Find out who he is. Care enough to get to know him. When you care about somebody, you take the time to get to know them. You go out for coffee. You go out to lunch. You talk. You text. But If you don't take that time to get to know them, then what? You're not going to know them. So you have to take the time to get to know Jesus if you want to move in with him. You have to take the time to get to know him. you got to be sure about where you're going. And your kids, if you care about your kids... You want to at least investigate this and not just write me off. You want to at least find out for yourself, is this true? If I'm born again, will I be able to know what she knows? You know, when you get to hell, the babies aren't even going to be there. Thank God. Because they don't know any better. But what about your grown children that you didn't teach the right thing to. You know, I just want to encourage you to go to YouTube and and just Google hell and the people that have been there and or, or search hell and the people that have been there. And people have dreams and visions from God and find out the truth. 
I know the truth. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, then Revelation 3.20 says he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in by heeding his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. He's going to baptize you in the Spirit. And then you're going to be able to see and know what, what I'm talking about. He's going to show you who he is. He's going to show you who, you, who he is. You want that. You want to preserve a place in heaven. In my Father's house are many mansions. He's inviting you. Don't turn him down. So let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for telling us things to come. Thank you for telling us what you're doing, how you feel, why you're preparing us, that we're not ready. Thank you for speaking truth to us. We're asking you to come live on the inside of us, and we are willing to heed your voice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So be willing to heed his voice. Be willing to do whatever he says to do. If you want to live there, if you want to get to know him, heed his voice because as you heed his voice, that's how you're going to get to know him. And that's the way to eternal life. Thank you so much for, for listening today. God bless you.